Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... I shall not assign time or place to the story that follows. It could have happened decades ago in one of several localities. Very likely is happening somewhere right now. And it can happen all over the world at some indefinite time in the future if we relax our vigilance. For it is but one small episode occurring in a totalitarian state. Benjamin Antek! Benjamin Antek! Benjamin! Madam Antek. Uh, uh, yes, what? What is it? I wouldn't do that if I were you. I'm trying to find my husband. Take my advice. Don't. Do you know him? My husband, Benjamin Antek. No, I don't know him. And neither does anyone else. <laughs> mystery drama, In the Dark, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Elspeth Eric and stars Terry Keene. It is sponsored in part by True Value Hardware Stores. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Totalitarianism means precisely what it says. Of course, you are not permitted to oppose, but more than that, and more terrible, you are not even permitted to consent. You are only allowed to surrender, both mind and soul, to a vague and ill-defined power, to a pervasive, half-hidden terror. In short, you are required to give up everything that makes you, you. What is incredible is that so many people are not only willing, but eager to do just that. Benjamin Antek, open up. Antek, it's the police. We know you're in there. Open up. Bruno, you saw him come in, didn't you? Ah, you're Benjamin Antek. Yes, I'm Benjamin Antek. State police, you come with us. Hmm. May I ask why? What for? You'll find out. <laughs> Am I supposed to have done something? Get your coat. <laughs> I think there's been some mistake. I'm a musician. I play the cello. I don't mix in anything political, anything like that. Bruno, uh, get his coat for him. Well, I'm, I'm not interested in that sort of thing. I, I just play the cello. I'm part of a trio. A cello, flute, and... Uh, that's good. Thank you, Bruno. Here, uh, put this on. You'll need it. It's cold outside. I can't imagine what you want with me. Put it on. This has to be a mistake of some kind. Ready? Well, I'd like to leave a note for my wife. No time for that. But she'll be home soon. Let's get going. 
Yeah, I suppose it's best to get this cleared up. That's the idea. So, let's go. Benjamin, I'm home. I thought you'd meet me at the station. What happened? You rehearsing with Peter and forgot? Oh, your mother's going to be all right. She'll be glad to hear... Benjamin? Where are you? Are you home? You in here? I must say, that's pretty inconsiderate. After a whole month. His own mother, I should think at least he'd want to hear about her. It's Karen, Mother Antec. Oh, Karen. You got home all right? Uh, yes, I got home all right. Uh, no trouble at the border? No trouble. How are you feeling? Oh, tip-top, fit as a fiddle. How is Benjamin, okay? As uh, far as I know, he didn't meet me at the station. Didn't meet you at the station? Well, that's not like my Benjamin. Uh, let me speak to him. I'll give him a talking to. Well, he's not here. Well, where is he? I don't know. I thought at first he might be rehearsing with Peter Conrad. Peter plays the flute, you know. He and Helena live right downstairs. But Benjamin's cello is here, so that's not where he is. So, I guess I'll just have to wait for him to come home. Oh, Karen, if he doesn't come home soon, you know, he... He could have had an accident. If he doesn't show up in 10, 15 minutes, I'll start calling the hospitals. Or, um, or the police, huh? Um, all right, yes. Now, I'd, I'd better hang up. Benjamin may be trying to call me from wherever he is. Oh, yeah, he'll call. He'll call. Better still, he'll walk through the door. Uh, and, and when he does, Karen, you let me know, huh? One worries, you know. I know. Goodbye, my dear. Goodbye, Mother Antic. Benjamin, where are you? One worries, you know. Helena, you home? Who is it? It's Karen. All right to come in? I'm awfully busy, Karen. I need to talk to you, Helena. Well... Please? Helena, is Benjamin here? Who? Benjamin. There's nobody here but me. Uh, look, could I come in for a minute? I'm, I'm cleaning. The children will be home from school in an hour, and I, I well, was... It's just for a minute. I need to talk to somebody. Well... Thank you. Uh, just for a minute. What did you want to talk about? I, uh... I must say, you don't seem very glad to see me. It's been a whole month. Has it been that long? Yes, Benjamin's mother's been quite sick. I've been looking after her. You crossed the border? It wasn't hard. Nobody tried to stop me. You were lucky. Well, maybe. Anyhow, Mrs. Antec is all right now. I had expected Benjamin to meet my train, but he wasn't there, so I came on home by myself. When I got here, there were no Benjamins. Really? My first thought was, 
Well, of course, he's down here with Peter. They're practicing. But then I saw Benjamin's cello, so then I thought... I really... I didn't know what to think. I was sort of upset. Oh, would you move your feet, would you, please? Oh, yes, sure. Thanks. Uh, I phoned Mother Antec and told her about Benjamin not being in the apartment. She said call the hospitals in case he'd had an accident, and... And she said, call the police. Did you? Well, that's what I've been doing. And? Nothing. I mean, nobody knows anything. Listen, Karen, he'll show up. I know, but I was going crazy waiting, so I thought I'd just come down here. I thought maybe you or Peter would... Oh, you you can put your feet down now. Uh, Helena, did... Did you hear anything, anybody... I mean, did you hear anybody come to the house? If anybody did, they'd have to go right past your apartment to get to the stairs. So, did you hear anybody? No, I, I didn't hear a thing. Well, did Peter? I'm sure I don't know. Uh, well, when will he be home so I can ask him? He won't be home. Oh, you mean he's away? Yes. Yes, he's he's away. Where? Where'd he go? When will he be back? Look, I might as well tell you, Karen. Peter and I are divorced. Divorced? I just got my decree. But I thought you and Peter were... We're so happy together. Oh, one never knows, does one? About other people. I simply can't believe it. What about the children? That's why I had to divorce him. Because of the children. Helena, you're not making sense. Peter adores the children. They adore him. Look, Karen, I, I really don't want to talk about it. It's just too painful. You understand, don't you? Well, I, I, I guess I do. Oh, look. I'm sure you and Peter will get back together again. Not a chance. Oh, sure you will. First time he comes around, asks you to take him back, you'll say yes look, and... Look, if he so much as shows his face at that door, I'll chase him down the street. Oh, really, really, Karen, I've got to finish up this cleaning before the children get home, so if you don't mind, I... Helena, you... You really don't want me here, do you? It's not that, Karen. Yes, it is that. That's exactly what it is. I don't know what I've done to offend you, Helena, but obviously I've done something. Uh, all I can say is uh, I'm sorry. Oh, Karen. I... I'm uh, I'm going back upstairs and wait for Benjamin. Oh, Karen. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Yes? Hello? Hello? Karen, dear. Oh. Oh, Mother Antec, it's you. I, I was hoping... You haven't heard from Benjamin. He, he hasn't come home. Uh, neither one. I'm starting to worry. Of course you are. Maybe I should come and stay with you. No, no, no. You mustn't do that. You've been very sick. If anything should happen to you... I don't like crossing the border, but if you need me... I'll be all right. Uh, Helena Conrad's right downstairs, oh, you know. Oh, yes, yes. Helena and Peter. Well, Helena, anyway. She just told me she's divorced Peter. My goodness. Why did she do that? Uh, because of the children, she said. The children? What have the children got to do with it? Well, that's what I said, but she didn't seem to want to talk about it. 
actually, she didn't seem to want to talk to me about anything. She was very nervous and tense. I don't know. We've been such good friends. I, I really couldn't understand it at all. I, I don't understand it either. I, I just wanted to talk to somebody. Helena was so withdrawn, so hostile. I'm sure I must have hurt her feelings without knowing it, but I don't know when I could have done that because I haven't been here for a whole month. Now, now, Karen, dear. But don't let it upset you too much. Oh, well, it... This makes me feel so alone. I'm, I'm sure you have other friends, dear, to, to talk to. Of course. Of course I have. Oh, Mother Antek, I have to hang up. There's someone at the door. Oh, Benjamin. Oh, he wouldn't knock. Look, I'll call you when I know something. Please, please do. Goodbye, my dear. Karen? Helena. Oh, Helen, I'm so glad. Come in, come in. I, I can't stay. I, I just wanted to tell you I'm sorry about... Well, you know, before. I mean, if I was That's rude. all right. Please, come in. Oh, I, I better not. Look, Karen, you said you went to the police. Yes, and I called the hospital. Where did you go? Down to the police station. Well, yes, of course. Who did you talk to? Uh, the officer at the desk, and he talked to some others. Men in uniform? Well, yes, they were in uniform. Then they were the regular police. Well, of course. Why? The regular police wear uniforms. The secret police don't. Secret police in a totalitarian state do not wear uniforms. They are plain clothesmen. And theirs is a department unto itself, separate from the others. No one knows who appoints them. Perhaps they appoint themselves. But their knock on the door of a citizen is the first signal that he is losing control over his destiny. I'll continue shortly with Act Two. entire population is of one mind, then no individual has any mind at all. If all speak with one voice, then no one is saying anything. But this is the fundamental aim of the totalitarian state, to break each mind and silence each voice. The ultimate would be realized when every citizen looked precisely like every other citizen, ending in a mass of faceless people. Did you hear what I said, Karen? You were talking about the police. The regular police. The ones you talk to. They wear uniforms. The secret police don't. Are you trying to tell me that... Benjamin... That it was the secret police that they took him? It's happened to other people. Happens all the time. But Benjamin... I... He doesn't take any interest. He doesn't have any interest in things like that. He doesn't even go to the rallies. Very suspicious. Well, they, 
They can't take somebody away for just not doing something. Oh, oh, can't they? Can they? They can take you away for not applauding at the movies at the proper time. I can't believe... Or laughing at the improper time. I never did anything. (laughs) Music was his whole life. Music, our home, and me. That's all he cared about. What could they have against him? What could they possibly charge him with? Well, you know their motto, don't you? Give us the man, we'll find the charges. It's crazy. That's completely crazy. Of course, I can think of one reason they might have come for Benjamin. You can? Benjamin was very close to Peter. Well, of course, they were friends. They played duets together. And lived in the same building... And often had a drink together. Well, of course they did. Why not? Karen, right after you went to your mother-in-law's, the secret state police came for Peter. They took him away. Peter? Why Peter? What could they possibly want with Peter? How should I know? He had... He had weak lungs. Maybe that was it. Weak lungs? Is that what they said? They didn't say anything. They never say anything. But the man next door was carted away, and his mother thinks it was because he had a heart murmur. She can't think of any other reason. Peter is a young man. But a heart murmur or weak lungs? (laughs) These things can make a man unfit. Unfit? Like people who are handicapped or emotionally disturbed. Oh, Karen... It happens all the time. Certainly you know that. I I have heard. I didn't really know. I I wasn't sure. Well, if they could send Peter away, if they've sent Benjamin, they can send anyone away. You mean to a jail? To a jail? To a labor camp? To an insane asylum for all I know? They don't tell you where, Karen. They don't tell you anything. They never tell you anything. Because they don't want you to know anything. All they want you to know is... There's nothing you can do about it except... Forget it. Act as though it never happened, never was. Is that why you divorced Peter? Of course that's why. Why did you think? Well, you said something about the children. If I did anything, if I, if I made a fuss, if I behaved as though I, as though I minded, they take my children away from me and put them in a home. Oh, no, they wouldn't. Yes, yes, they would. They have. They do. A woman, a woman I went to school with, her husband disappeared and she banged on doors and she she demanded to know where he was, what they had done with him. Well, they they took her children. They, they, they put them in, in a state nursery. The oldest was only four. And they took them. I, I can't take a chance on losing my children, can I? Oh, Helena. I'm so sorry. No, no. It's all right. It's all right. I, I, I just have to put it out of my mind. I have to behave as though nothing happened. I'm sorry I carried on the way I did. I, I'm really sorry. Oh, how could you help it? No, I shouldn't have. I, I, I shouldn't have told you. I, I just wish you'd 
forget that I did. But I'm glad that you did. I'm grateful don't to you. be glad. And please, don't be grateful. Don't be anything. As a matter of fact, Karen, the best thing would be for us just not to see much of each other from now on. But we're friends. Well, not close friends. We know each other, of course, but we are not close friends. Not anymore. Helena, we need each other. Not anymore. I need you. I have to have somebody to talk to. Find somebody else. If you can. Bruno? Sir? See you for a minute? Certainly, sir. Yes, sir. I've got a new assignment for you. Came down from the top. Mm-hmm. I stand ready. You know that. This is a big one. Good. Very good. What do you want now? I've been trailing Mrs. Antek. Antek? Antek? You remember her husband's the cellist? We sent him away about a month ago. I was with you when you picked him up. Well, this will be a more interesting job for you. I'd like that. You're to make a tour of the forced labor camps. Good. I've never been inside one. It's interesting. I can imagine. When do I leave? Right away. Production's fallen off and they want to know why. Is it malingering or what? Do we need to tighten up on the discipline? Are the camp commanders vigilant? Well, they all know you're coming. They'll show you around. Make your observations and write up your reports. Yes, sir. No one will know precisely why you're there, of course. Call it a friendly visit. Just to keep in touch. Well, you'll know what to say. Well, I I appreciate this opportunity, sir. I, I want you to know that. I'll put someone else on Mrs. Antek. Any sign of trouble with her? Hmm. She went to the police, of course. Oh, they all do that. She's seen her friend, Mrs. Conrad, and lives downstairs, but not often. Mrs. Conrad isn't too friendly. Mrs. Antek see anyone else? Oh, yes. She's been all over town trying to contact friends. Any success? No real success, no. Okay. The sooner she realizes her normal life is over, the better for her. We don't want her infecting other people. No. They're staying out of her way, all right. Well, they better. They know what's best for her. And for themselves. Just for a minute. Go away, Karen. I won't. I can't. I have to talk to someone, Helena. Just come to the door. I'm not going to go away. I'm going to stand right here. All day if I have to. Oh, Helena. How dare you do this to me, Helena? I'm desperate. No friend would do this to a friend. But I'm desperate. Don't you know that? We're all desperate. And I'm so frightened. It has been six whole weeks. I haven't been able to find out anything about Benjamin. Not anything. You never will. So make up your mind to it. I don't even know if he's alive or dead. Shut up. Shut up. Do you know what that's like? Not knowing if your husband... I know very well what it's like. Then talk to me about it. Quiet. Just be quiet. Look... 
Come on inside. Come inside. Thank you. Thank you. But only for a minute. And keep your voice down. Helena, I have been all over the city. I've gone to see everybody who ever knew Benjamin at all. That was very silly of you. And nobody would talk to me once I told them why I was there. Oh, of course they wouldn't. And if you have any regard for them, you won't try to see them. They pass right by me on the street. Of course. They don't even look at me. Well, you shouldn't expect them to, if you ever cared for them at but all. they were our friends. Well, they're not now, and they never will be. What are you trying to do, ruin them? No. Well, then stay away from them. <sighs> and stay away from me, Karen. I have my children to think of. Then what am I to do? Where am I to go? Who will help me? No one. You're one of the lepers now, Karen. You're contagious. But what have I done? What did Peter do? What did Benjamin do? What did I do? Nothing. So, you see? No, I don't see. I don't see at all. <laughs> You're still such an innocent. I can't... I've heard things. I don't know whether I believe them or not. I just never... Never thought anything like that would happen to me. Karen, I'm going to tell you something. And then you've got to go. And if you ever repeat what I'm going to say... I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Karen, I think it's important to... To them. To those... Those crazies. To pick up innocent people and send them off to a camp or whatever. I think it's important. But why? Why should it be? Because it tells everybody that nobody is safe. Nobody, nobody is ever safe. Nobody, not ever. Why? What is the point of the it? The point is to develop a whole nation of people who do what they're told, who don't think, who don't feel, who simply react like trained dogs to a signal. After all... If they're going to take over the world, the whole universe, maybe, someday, they can't have people feeling and thinking. Now, can they? Hello? Karen? All right. I... I'm frightened, Mother Antek. No, 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 Karen. You mustn't let yourself be frightened. You must... You must just carry on. Oh, but you don't know. You just don't know. I can't imagine. Wait till it happens to you. Then you'll know. You can't imagine till it happens to you. Then you know. Oh, my child. What, what can I say? Nothing. Nothing. Because you don't know. Well, you... You called me. I don't know. I... I don't know if I should. I don't... I don't know about anything. Well, then, I'll call you. Um, we, we have to keep in touch, you and I. Karen? Mother Antek? Yes, yes, my dear. Could you come here? Would you come here and stay with me? I'm so frightened. I haven't got anybody to talk to. Everybody avoids me. 
Helena says I shouldn't go near anybody because I might put them in danger if they were seen talking to me. I mean, people I've known for years, sometimes they don't even nod when they pass me on the street. They never say hello or anything. They just hurry on by. Could you come and stay with me until we hear something about Benjamin? Could you do that? Karen, I think... I think we need to be careful. I think until things are straightened out somehow, we should be very, very careful about what we do and what we say. repeating that the incident you are experiencing could have occurred in one of several places and could be happening somewhere right now because man is intoxicated with the idea that everything is possible is he at the same time convincing himself that everything is therefore allowable is his arrogance really so stupendous as to believe that sir hmm oh Bruno, you're back. Yes, sir. Twenty minutes ago. I thought I should report to you straight off. Sit down. Tell me about your inspection tour. Give me a general idea. Well, to me, an office, of course, at this sort of thing. Ah, it's a fresh viewpoint. Yeah, I was impressed uh, on the whole. The camps seem to be run with remarkable efficiency. They appear to be getting the maximum amount of labor out of all the inmates. Is that so? Hmm. Actually, sir, they are getting a lot of work out of them that really has no purpose. No purpose that I could see at any rate. Such as? Well, such as carrying rocks from one place to another in the morning and in the afternoon, carrying them back to where they were to start with. I, I couldn't really see any point of that. And to keep them busy. Keep them on the move. Mm, I suppose. Take my word for it. It's necessary. Reminds them what they're there for. Keeps them from brooding. Uh, there was a suicide at the, one of the camps the day I was there. Absolutely forbidden. Positively. It could spread. And so I was told. All the same, to me, it, it was depressing. What else? Uh, you remember, just before I went, uh, before you sent me off on this tour, we were talking about that cellist fellow, uh... Benjamin Antek? Ah, oh, yes, that one. Uh, his wife is making a nuisance of herself. Well, is she? Yes, I assigned Charlie to follow her. Seems she's just wandering the streets, calling out her husband's name. Over and over and over. Nobody pays attention to her, but it's bothersome. I understand. I suppose I take Charlie off that duty and put you back on. 
Whatever you say, sir. It'll be a little rest for you after your long tour. Thank you, sir. Good. Uh, now go write up your full report on the camps. Yes, sir. Oh, by the way, the cellist died. Antek? Really? Didn't last long, did he? Died in the box. In the box, eh? Well, those innocents don't take to life in the camps. That's been my observation. Their minds start to go, and after that, they're finished. Well, run along now and type up your report. Six copies. Have one on my desk by noon. Benjamin Antek? Benjamin Antek? Madam Antek. Yes. What? What is it? I wouldn't do that if I were you. I'm trying to find my husband. Take my advice. Don't. Do you know him? My husband, Benjamin Antek. No. I don't know him. And neither does anyone else. But lots of people know him. We have lots of friends. He's well known in this city. He's performed in public. You see, he's a cellist, and if people come to hear him play, he's with a trio. They get written up in the newspapers. Madam. His picture has been in the papers many times. Madam. Then, you see, he was taken away. I think by the secret police. I'd advise you to forget him. I can't. I can't. How how can you forget someone you've lived with so long and loved? How can you forget someone when you don't know where he is? Or if he's even alive? He is not. He's dead. Dead? He died in a punishment cell. Oh. When? Sometime last week. I see. You sure? I was there. I see. Well, then, there's no use looking for him, is there? No use at all. I see. Well, thank God. Let me in, please, Helena. I have something to tell you. Something important. Well? I'd like to come in, please. Okay. Come in. I'd like to sit down, please. You can't stay. This won't take long. Well, what is it? Benjamin's dead. Dead? How do you know he's dead? Somebody on the street came up to me and told me. Who? I don't know, but he said he was there when Benjamin died. He died in a punishment cell. Imagine. My Benjamin, who never hurt a living thing in any way, not by deed or by word. My Benjamin died in a a punishment cell. Oh, Karen. 
I'm so very sorry. I hope he didn't suffer too much. For too long. Perhaps he didn't. <laughs> you know what I said when the man told me? Oh, what did you say? I said... Thank God. And I think I know why I said it. In fact, I'm sure I know. Why did you? If you want to tell me. Oh, I do. I do want to tell you if you'll let me. Of course I'll let you. This is why. You see, when I heard that he was dead... He died last week. That's what the man said, the man who was there. Mm -hmm. Well, as soon as he told me... Benjamin had died. Then I knew. I knew for certain that Benjamin had existed. Do you understand what I'm saying? I think maybe I do. You see, as long as you don't know and nobody will tell you and nobody will admit having known him, your mind begins to play tricks on you. You start to think... Maybe there was never any Benjamin at all. That you made the whole thing up. You know that isn't true, but you start to believe it. You can't help yourself. Go on. You begin to feel... You never had a husband. You were never married for 20 years. None of that ever happened except maybe in a dream. But when you find out that that man, that husband... That Benjamin has died. Well, that shows that he really lived. You see what I mean? I think so. And you didn't make it up. You didn't dream it. You lived it. It was real. It was true. It was a fact. Something awful happened. Something so awful, so... Unbelievably awful. But at least now you know. He died. He's dead. But you know you did have those 20 years with him, and they were real. They really happened. He really lived because now he's dead. I don't want to stay too long. That's all right. I... I had to tell someone. Stay as long as you like. No. I have to go upstairs and phone his mother. Thank you, Helena. Thank you very much. It's about Mrs. Antek, uh, the cellist's wife. Oh, yes, the one who was uh, caterwauling around the streets. That's the one. Uh, she isn't doing it anymore, sir. That's very wise of her. But she is doing something else. I wanted to get your opinion on that. Why? What's she doing? She stays home all day, but she goes out nights. Out where? No particular place. Just out on the streets, all over town. 
She's all bundled up in old clothes. I had a hard time recognizing her at first. She looks like an old woman, which she is not. What does she do? She... She writes on walls. She what? She writes on walls with chalk. Uh, of course, as soon as she moves on, I erase whatever she's written. But a block or two later, there she is again, writing on a wall. What does she write? Uh, think, feel. Think, feel? What makes her do that, I wonder? I can't imagine. Unless... Yes, unless what? Well, she started it right after I told her that her husband's dead. You see, when she was wondering about shouting his name, I put a stop to it. I told her he died the week before, in the box. You fool, you unmitigated idiots. Me, sir? You mean me? Don't you know anything at all about the movements? Well, I, I, I thought I did. I, I certainly... No thought... one is supposed to know what's happened. Same as I'm not supposed to know what's going to happen. But no one told me that. No one should have to tell you. If you had the proper blood in your veins, the right spirit in your soul, you'd have known without being told. These cattle are not entitled to facts. They're not entitled to anything but what we choose to tell them. They're there to do what they're told, to cheer and obey and cheer while they're obeying. You've been with a party this long, you don't even know that. Think. Feel, indeed. They'll think what we tell them to think, and they'll feel what we want them to feel, and that's the whole idea behind the movement. I'm sorry, sir. I, I didn't mean if... If I'd known, I'd never... All would right, have... all right. Stop blubbering. Believe me, sir. I'll never make such a mistake again. No, you won't. I've learned my lesson. I wonder if you have. Oh, yes, sir, yes. I have. It seems to me that a year in a forced labor camp would drive the lesson home. Don't you think so? Or an insane asylum? I... Whatever you think best. I'm sure that's... That's what would be best. I'm sure, too. A little more indoctrination. May eh, Bruno? Yes, sir. I'm sure that's what I need. I think so, too. Just to make certain you're worthy to be a member of the ruling class. Now, go turn yourself in. state can turn and devour its own. Within the system, there are those who, for whatever obscure reason, will inevitably prove themselves unreliable, at least in someone's eyes. And such a one, seen thus, is destined for reprimand, for punishment, or for extermination. Because this is the way of the totalitarian state. I shall be back shortly. One more word. I have heard that once upon a time, 
for what reason I cannot imagine, a certain gentleman spent many years cutting off the tails of rats, hoping to produce a strain of rats without tails. Now tell me, if we should remove the heads of a sufficient number of persons, would we at last produce headless people? I can only tell you it didn't work with the rats. They went right on being born with tails. Our cast included Terry Keene, Carol Titel, Ray Owens, and Ralph Bell. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.